All right, we're back again, and I have a phenomenal person here with me today. We have Tracy, the long-awaited Tracy. Okay, so here we are, take two of uh, Tracy here with me. We're here at the Applebee's after hours. Right. Uh, Patricia, the yeah. Wonder Woman. So what you got going on with that phone? What, what you oh, looking at? I was at? Like passing time while you was looking on the computer. <clears throat> yeah, but what were you but looking at? We were talk like? Oh, so I'm on this site called Zulily, <laughs> which is like a little pop-up shop of various products and things like that. It's pretty cool. Uh -huh. It only lasts a few days. Anyway, I'm scrolling along and I see the 20-minute whittling kit. And I'm like, who whittles? Who whittles? Serial killers. Right. So... Who ever whittled? I don't know anybody that ever will. No. But of course, one thing leads to another with the two of us. So I say, speaking of serial killers, <laughs> there's a great new documentary on Netflix called The Killing Fields. It's about these unsolved murders in Texas near Galveston, I think. Galveston down to... On the Carter 45 right. or 49 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I-45, I think. I-49. Yes, that's it. And crazy, for 30 years, they didn't identify two of the girls for... 30 years when they had like the dna oh wow you know they could do their samples and everything and they came up with a profile yeah 30 years can you imagine and the families have been looking for these girls for all that time but there's this one guy i mean all the, god forbid i don't i don't know from experience but <laughs> thank god but i feel terrible because if you think about like just poor families that don't have that closure you know it must right. be absolute torture i can only imagine that it would be because my worst fear is one of my kids getting abducted or whatever the not knowing yeah. is exactly. like the word. I used to tell them when they were little, you know, not little but younger, don't, I always still tell them, don't go anywhere by yourself, you know, put your location on, you're like, mom, you're such a creeper. I said, I'm not being a creeper. I'm just thinking about, God forbid, before I knew what happened, you'd be three states over and I don't know where you are. But if you right. got that location on, I might be able to help you out. You know, but they don't get it. But yeah, don't, I mean, even, and a lot of these girls were like grown women. They were in their 30s. Oh, really? Yeah. So because yeah, I just saw the ad for that. It today. was really good. I started watching it this morning, and then I'd stop and then go back to it later on. But uh, they had like a list of suspects. But what's even more mind blowing is that the police and all, a lot of those people wouldn't do like they, those girls that were missing or you know whatever happened to them. The local authorities really didn't put a lot of effort into finding them because they were either right. dismissed as like drug addicts or transients or runaways or whatever so they right, didn't right, warrant right. their time which is awful you know so a lot of the this one father in particular he his daughter disappeared they didn't found her they did, of course after so many years they presumed her to be dead they had a list of suspects they ran like a uh codis type of thing like to find all the um sexual offenders in the area right and they were shocked to find out how many that there were in a concentrated area of you know 70 miles whatever they couldn't believe it so of these 2,000 people they narrowed it down to like maybe two or three people and one of the men lived in the community so the one dad who was still this he actually started his own like um search business or whatever right. for the other victims and all he, he tries to find out for everybody and he's getting up there in age now but he figured everything out and said this guy right here is the guy that you want to be looking at and he was a suspect but they couldn't improve it they couldn't find any linkage to right, this right, one right. or that one and blah, blah blah so 
20, 30 years later, they come out with all this new technology, so they exhume some of the bodies and stuff, and um, they talk to this guy again, and they end up uh, convicting him of manslaughter. And then there's like this bullshit law down there, and there's some loophole, and he gets out long before he should have been. Let right. Out. You know, it's really, really good, but it's, if you're like, it's, again, like, just do your job. It's whatever capacity that you're in, yeah, just do but your job. Yeah, like 30 years ago, policing was so different. Yeah, but who were they so to so say different. that they're not, they don't warrant, you know, more effort than they're giving or well, not enough effort or At the less same effort. time, so a lot of these documentaries have like the same recurring um, facts there where they start from stories 20, 30, 40 yeah. years ago. Mm-hmm. Cops back then, they didn't talk between the state right everything the federal government like didn't get in that yeah. much like yeah. so for them it's not a big deal right. if five people go missing from their neighborhood that right. are all sort of like known to be problematic right right they don't know there's 40 people missing from the east coast they right. don't know that right so they, they don't it was weird because they really were think all about found it. within yards of one another like the three of the girls were right it's almost like a triangle in the same area well because i remember on the ad they were saying like as they drove through the map and stuff yeah there's just like these small little towns on the side yeah you just get off the road dump a body get back on the road right there you they go. say it has the highest concentration of like dead bodies because it's easy to hide or dump somebody right right know, right because whatever the landscape is i don't know yeah but the only reason like, they're finding because the houses are now being built in right the area. right and this guy in particular oh here before i even get into that the, the one father who started the search company and everything yeah. he was convinced early on that it was this one guy who lived in the community and he tormented this man for years like he would call leave messages harass him tell him like i'm gonna kill you myself like crazy stuff the guy ended up committing suicide but they never and it was well they don't know for sure he may have had something to do with one or more of them i don't know but the guy the father realized you know 30 40 years later he went too far and he did call and apologize to him and they both cried about it and then like a few months later he said you know it doesn't matter what you i appreciate your apology whatever but I'll always be known as a serial killer because of this, because of what you did. Like, that's just the reality of it. And he wow. couldn't take it anymore. So the cops said they don't know if it was suicide or accidental, but he drove up onto the tracks and the train was coming and then that was that, yeah. Wow. Yeah, so maybe it was killed. Who knows? Like, they'll never know. Or like he said, like, yeah. perception is reality. Yeah. And then if the... that's what people think and it's a small town, how are you going to get away from that? Yeah. Yeah, I know it's tough. You know? Wow. But then again, but I I respect him for standing up and saying, you know, I made a mistake and I'm sorry. Like not many people wouldn't do that. They'd say, well, you know, it right? Looks like, well, it looks like a duck and looks like a duck, whatever. You know, but not that you're wrong. You could have made a mistake, but well, you know. And I get it because if it had been him and he hadn't said anything, then he would have felt just right. as bad as guilt. Right. So then there was another guy who was a suspect and. He dated a woman in the community, and I think he was like a neighbor a block away from one of the girls or whatever. Okay. Or at first, it was just one of them. So the daughter of the of the man's girlfriend, the mom, uh-huh. right, 
she was on the show, and she was talking about how creepy he was, and he had done time in Florida for sex crimes or whatever. Oh, wow. So then he came to, I guess at the time, like in the 80s, 70s, it was like a booming area, a lot of construction, so there was a lot of work. Right, right, right. So like many people, he came there to work. Well, they have that factory there too, right? Yeah. some Like something. oil fields yeah, or something? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So he was, had like a peephole in the wall and would like wow. watch her and she would wake up to him like touching her and stuff and oh, the mom didn't really listen to her, you know, and she was a teenager or whatever. So as it turns out, she said one time she would wake up like groggy and she'd be sore places like she shouldn't have been, you know, whatever, because she fell asleep on the couch. So this guy was obviously doing something to her. So, eventually, they, they, the parents, the mom and the, and the guy broke up, but he had, she had different experiences with this guy, like, in different things, like, one time she went on a, in the car with them, and he had to go to some field or whatever, and was doing something, he was, like, digging, but she really wasn't paying attention, but she recognized something, so, when they reopened the case, they, this man was, uh, he was, like, in his 50s, I think, then, he became a suspect, and they re-interviewed him. And right. there was things that he was saying that didn't cooperate with whatever he said in the past. So they managed to get like a, a manslaughter. They charged him with murder, but he only got convicted of manslaughter. So this girl met this guy, Tim, who was one of the victim's fathers, who started the search company. Blah, blah, blah. Right. So they got to talking and he was, he had suspected this guy from the very beginning, but they didn't want to put the effort in really to really get into it. So then he takes her to where the murder, they found the bodies, whatever, and she has, like, this familiarity, like, this remembrance. Right, like, this feels Being familiar. there with him, she was, I was here with him, so that tied him to the area, and she's like, I remember him digging or something, but I don't know what he was doing, you know, he had to do something on somebody's property right. or whatever. It's just, you're like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, you know, and then, like, the whole thing, he does get convicted, and then, it's just... It's crazy. I, I just can't imagine. It's really, really good, though. You should check it out. I don't want to give it away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's over, if I saw the whole... I may have seen the whole thing of it. I think it's like eight, right? Yeah. Eight episodes? Yeah. And the one girl who died... Well, it, then there's a girl that got abducted, like, in either late 90s or early 2000s. She manages to get away. So... They go after this guy, he gives a description and whatever, whatever. He's, he denies any affiliation with any of the other unsolved murders, you know. If you drive down I-45 And then, today, like, 10, 20 years later, he gets life in prison. He admits and shows them where the bodies are. So, one of the girls were that me and Tim's... Uh, oh, there's only three! Yeah, it, it's they're longer, but they're... I, I don't okay. Remember, I don't remember... That's limited the theory, yeah. so maybe yeah. they are gonna have more episodes. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's really good. It's sad. Yeah. Yes, that then, looks really good. So the guy of the girl, the, the little girl, the girl that he took in the woods and he she remembered stuff. Right. The mom, the girlfriend's daughter. He goes to jail, he gets arrested, and while he's waiting for his trial, he starts talking to the other inmate. And he's telling them about what he did to these girls and right, right, right. murdered them, blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, of course, his, his initial statement was, I don't even know them, I never touched them. So they use that, they can't convict you on that in the state of Texas on like word of mouth or third party information. Like if you say that to somebody, they can't use that against you in court. But they, uh, it's enough Texas? to, yeah, it's enough to do, to, to do something. I forget how, what they said, but yeah. 
So that's really, he kind of put his, he put in his own mouth. Wow. Um, yeah, it's really nice. But the girl who jumped out of the truck, that guy gets arrested. She gets a prescription, and he's responsible for abducting her, and then subsequently, years later, admits to killing and showed, you know, the authorities, he admitted it, he immediately denied any, you know, affiliation with these murders, but years and years and years later, he finally admitted to the idea that did this and did that, just where the bodies are. And you're like, well, once you get to a point, gap. like, you gotta, yeah, there what are you gonna do? What are you holding up for? Like the 70s and 80s, I think, there was a bunch of murders, and then there was, like, a couple years went by, and then they started up again in the 90s, so early on, it was this one guy, but then later on, it was another guy who was involved, and it was weird. Wow. But it was crazy. It, it was nuts. I love, like, true story Right, right. Like that. It's really nuts. Really, really crazy. I feel bad for them. But, you know, families oh. got closure, and they were able but to But that's sort of the thing. Like, that, you know? they wouldn't have even thought anything about this guy moving to that area. Right. Because those agencies wouldn't have talked to each other. It wouldn't have been a thing at all. It would have been like, oh, this guy is so nice. David. Yeah, like, yeah. it's crazy. But and oh, another guy. thing was that the, invest the initial investigation, they didn't preserve, like, fingernails and clothing. Right, like, right, a lot right, of stuff right. was lost. Like, a lot. Of, and so there was really no evidence. They didn't have a whole lot of, like, physical evidence to tie either one of them to anything because either right. something got lost or it wasn't preserved or contaminated right, right. or whatever. Which is a little crazy to me. Did you see that documentary that the actress from uh, Law and Order SVU mm, did? I think so. uh, Mariska. Oh yeah. Okay. Cool. So the documentary is called "I Am Evidence," mm -hmm. and it's on HBO, and it goes through this sort of same kind of journey where this one lady is trying to get rape kits. Mm -hmm. tested because mm -hmm. there's so many states that have not enough money in the budget yeah. to actually test these rape kits so right. okay you go you're a victim you get a rape kit done mm -hmm. you think it's something that's been happening to it but in reality it's not always right. the case so a bunch of these that. states have just piles and piles and piles and piles mm -hmm. of these kits mm -hmm. they never get ran or something tragic happens because they've waited too long like right. you said so now you know the, the integrity of the kit is lost right, right um they go through she helps this one lady in california mm -hmm. they end up linking and finding serial rapists wow. from state to state because wow. nobody has again crossed over the border right. of these states to talk to each other right. it's very interesting I feel and they like go to like raising stuff... money like yeah. visit their own state to kind of be like we there need to like run a, these tests like a central database like once you're arrested whether you know whatever crime you commit whatever especially well essentially it's CODIS assault. but yeah like but those tests be... also cost money so it's like but you know what why not invest the money from like, like the funds should come from wherever they come from government whatever right why not invest them in something like that instead of giving away mm -hmm. all this fucking Narcan and all this other bullshit that you don't need I'm right. sorry, I uh, my heart goes out to the people and families With addiction, that have thoughts, addictions, yeah. and I feel like you can't help anybody until they want to help themselves, and it's unfortunate. True. And it, it's good that they have something to save them, you know, if they're in, in, a, in a bad situation like that, that's a good thing. However, people who are sick pay for chemo, they don't get nothing for free. 
these poor people are getting abused right. and raped and, and, and traumatized. They can't right. even have like a like a fair investigation or trial because they don't have the thought. Like, come on, hello. Yeah. And students in Philadelphia wants to pay parents to take their kids to school. Are you serious? Seriously. What do they want to do? They pay parents to take them to school because they don't have enough bus drivers. What? Be a parent. Be a mom. Be a dad. Do your job for free because that's what you're supposed to do. You need to pay these people. See how many people are gonna like scam them on like side side note on that one? Whoa. Yes. What? No. Knock it off. Put your girl pennies on. Be responsible for your children. That Make is fuck wild. On your own. Yeah. That is wild. Seriously, that really bugs me. Seriously, that paying it. You get three hundred dollars a month to take your kid to school and pick them up because they don't have enough bus wow. drivers. They used to give bus passes to all the students. They gave them to my. I picked my kids up and took them to school. They still right. got a bus pass for Monday through Friday. I said that's a waste. That's a wasted resource right there. It's a waste of money because they're not going to use it. Are you kidding? All through grade school. Yeah. That they, is horrible. They don't have money for this and that and the other, but they had money all of a sudden to give all the students laptops to the school. During I the mean, pandemic. it was a necessary right. evil sort of. So, but where did that come? from? If you need, if you have probably the resources, teachers. they probably paid a bunch of less teachers, then less like put it towards in the building. something good, you know. To, to no, I I one hundred percent get you. But all of a sudden, uh, they got all this money to pay parents. I mean, parents. it was Shut that's up. the whole thing. It was shocking mm. to see such a lack of resources in something that was, to me, would be common sense. Yeah. Right. That I was like That's astonished. The there is. I was like, a huge. You have this victim going sense. through this threshold, which I've never personally, right. thankfully, had to right. experience right. getting a rape kit done on myself. Yeah. But I could only imagine like how vulnerable and you know, oh, it's it's dehumanizing it's, it is right. yeah. for you to have done all of that sacrifice. And for then, nothing. Right. Right. Like, wow. I know. I know. And it I, was shocking. I believe I believe in that in any really any situation, you really have to be your own advocate. And right. but not everybody has the courage or the substance to actually push for that. You know what I mean? Like to, to or be the that know-how. There's right. a lot of people that don't right. know how far they can push or don't have people to back them up. You right. have to have some kind of you have to be some kind of wits about you, some kind of yeah. use of the resources, some yeah. kind of in yeah. kind of have to have that. Yeah. And it's it's sad though. And I wish that people there was a better support system, I guess you could say, you know, for yeah. that reason. But I mean in any situation, if you're wronged and you know it's wrong, then you have to speak up, no matter what it, how well, a lot of these insignificant are like it may seem, or how places, major it might be. Places where it's like minors involved, mm-hmm. where like you would think somebody mm-hmm. would be paying attention to this, right. or like, hey, Jimmy, we got like fifty back here. We should probably do some kind of yeah. fundraiser or something. Yeah, yeah. Like you no, think, they, some people of these places have like hundred thousand backpiled. Like even if tomorrow you got the money for it, right? The time that it would take them to get out of that hole, right? Right. But don't you think it's almost impossible of a problem to fix? It's I mean, crazy. You may not have control over the time frame, but. I feel like it's your responsibility as somebody employed within that capacity 
to just do it anyway, whether it don't matter how long it takes. Really, that's your job. Just do your job. Not only that, but maybe you should be investigating why do we have so many rapes that right. we can't even process any of them? Yeah. What's going on? Get some more patrolmen on the I was ground. Really or shocked. I think it was you that told me that. I was absolutely floored. Like, what? What do you mean they don't get processed? Like, yeah, huh? Yeah, no. Because that that's the common sense. You're like, okay, you right. get the rape kits done. It's that's just like a blood priority. work. You know, send it through. That's a major, but no. major, yeah, substantial, more than substantial reason to. I mean, hello. I just feel like that's a no-brainer. Right. And it just floors me that that's actually not happening and that's the reason pitiful. it was so such a good documentary because yeah. it really did bring to light something that as a group i would probably know. pick a poll that mm. nobody would assume that that was not going on no, i would i would agree with you with that but everybody that would assume it would need awful. to be done so yeah. it just or literally it, is, it should be i mean absolutely should went be. on in front of everyone's eyes and nobody god forbid let me take responsibility for the lack of um sensation or whatever the reason is it doesn't matter it's somebody's right. responsibility of why that's not happening right nobody's gonna make themselves look that bad that's what I'm talking about. I said it earlier. I feel like people know good and bad, right and wrong. And if you know what's right is right, you should just do it because it's the right thing to do. Not because you're going to get a reward or right, you're going right. to get acknowledgement or whatever, but because it's the right thing to do for a human being. You know what I mean? Right. No that what. moral compass that yeah. people are lacking oh, in time. the family structure and yeah, but just you, everywhere. I don't know. Your life is your life and your experiences are your experiences but i feel like some people use it as a crutch yeah to continue to be less than good people or whatever or just justify their behavior and then other people use it as a motivator see better than what they know or where they right. came from or whatever which is you know that's that's a good thing but yeah Bullshit. I mean, you know. Giovanni brings it up a lot. He's yeah. one of 19 mm -hmm. uh, kids, same mother, same mm. father. And like oh, bless her. four of them have passed away, I think. So it's yeah. 15 that are alive. Mm -hmm. um, but because he was actually a twin. So his really? twin actually passed away when he was really young. Um, but he'll always compare like himself to them. And he's like, okay, mm -hmm. you know. For whatever reason, XYZ is happening. Every mm -hmm. family has their inner issues. Right. But he's like, I was there. I right. got raised by the same family. Like, Everybody has the same why opportunity. Don't, yeah. Why didn't they raise up and do something better? Right. Like, some point, they can't just always blame their parents for no, you have to not showing this or not doing yeah. this or whatever. You the can't blame everybody being. all the time because at some right. point in your life, no matter where you come from or where you are, you are told because of either you did something right or wrong, but you you do learn this is right and this is wrong on some level. Right. And I don't care what your situation is. That's not something that you forget. It's what you choose not to to acknowledge, maybe, and then justify your behavior based on that. But right. You know what's right and what's right. Yeah, and absolutely. It. it doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, who's raising you, whatever. It's just at some point early on, you're going to figure that out. Yeah. And you can't use that as an excuse that you don't know. And, and most people in, in one situation, like family, like Giovanni's, whatever, everybody has the same opportunity. It's your right. choice. You either want to be, you know, nobody wants to be a statistic or whatever. I certainly didn't want to be like no. that, you know? 
Hell no. And going back to that uh, show that we were talking about earlier, mm-hmm. Blackbird, mm-hmm. Um, that documentary was so good because of the fact that it comes from a small town, so everybody knew this serial killer mm-hmm. there, mm-hmm. but they just brushed it off because mm-hmm. they're like, oh, he's a little weird, he's a little awkward, like, whatever. Like, people that one guy that comes in involved. the bar and, yeah. like, shakes people's hand, if right. he turned out to be a serial killer tomorrow, right. people would be like, oh, my God. Right, right. They just excuse behavior. He's like, he's quirky, he's whatever, yeah. he's helpless. Yeah. That's why it took them so long to even get him in jail in the first place. Yeah. Because the local cops that would have mm-hmm. had jurisdiction, right didn't want to pursue it because they're like what are you talking about yeah and no way this kid did this that's crazy crazy yeah crazy crazy but you know what i don't know these days i i don't like to assume one thing or another you know what i mean because i feel like in the last years more than a few years like you just you just don't know It, it could be anybody anywhere anything and the last person that you thought would be suspect is turns out that's because they were you know they are you listen know? i'm telling you watching documentaries Honestly, has changed my life no shit. Mm-hmm. i will judge people day in and day out okay let me tell you a quick story before we wrap this up girl yeah. <laughs> so once upon a time a couple uh-huh. years ago i had a friend lived in on uh houghton street and walnut lane mm-hmm. turns out years later i lived on martin street when i was married the very last house was um his family fiddle, I think their name was. So, rewind back to the Houghton Street thing. There was this guy, and the girl, the fiddle people that were my neighbors years later, their um, cousin, I think it was, dated this dude in the neighborhood. Now, at the time, I was bartending at the Philip Corner Bar in Manion, near Manion, Knox or whatever. Uh-huh. And, um, uh-huh. And we're going to be coming back around with Tracy She's just fantastic and phenomenal to talk to. It could go on for hours. But like you heard here at the end, watching documentaries will change you. Not only do I judge everyone as if we are at any moment going to be interviewed about the moment that I knew you were a serial killer, but... You know, just the, for example, what we talked about with lack of funding for police programming, meaning anything as small as rape kits or, you know, running things through CODIS. All these things are, I think, things that people don't think about unless it is directly something they had to experience. So it is good to kind of open your eyes to a bigger picture of what's actually going on or not going on in this scenario. But thank you for tuning in. We are wrapping up now. Episode six. Cannot believe it. And we have many shows to come. So stay tuned. Still working with the same top 20. Got the crown. We have Handmaid's Tale, Devil's Advocate, Afterlife, and Bridgerton. We're looking to add some more on there. So give us any suggestions if you have them. Thanks.